From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's going to the cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. You have to watch The Woman King. That's that's the very first thing I wanted to tell everybody is go watch The Woman King. It is so great. Hi, this is Brian Mendoza. You're listening to Flicks and Picks here on Radio 111. Now, you might be saying, wait a minute, The Woman King, that's it? Just go see it? Well, no, let's go ahead and get into some details about the movie so you can get at least an idea of what you're going to watch. So, it's basically set in the West African kingdom of Dahomey during the 1820s. It's a, um, I'm going to say historically fictionalized, so hear me out on this. It's basically, a lot of it is very true. There is an actual, like, the the kingdom of Dahomey was real and a lot of the stuff that the the Dahomey kingdom did is accurate in the film for the most part and that there was an actual King Gezu so you have that and also you also have let's say the real warriors who are the focus of the film the so the Dahomey kingdom have these they have an army of women who are very powerful, very, they are trained, they are celibate, these women known as the Agoji. Now, that was an actual kingdom, and it inspired a lot of, like, media nowadays, including but not limited to Black Panther, with its own army of um, Af- West African-inspired um, women warriors. So there is certainly a truth to it there's a lot of truth in this movie there's a lot of historical historical let's say you know basis for the film now the fictional parts of it are certainly like the character of the general nanatska played by viola davis so basically just kind of imagine like a fictional character as the lead but it's a sort of platform for like the real complexities of the dahomey kingdom and its war with the oil empire and the and its usage of the Agoji like army. So there is a lot of like complexities, including how the Homi Kingdom participated in the slave trade. And trust me, even mentioning that, some people feel like they have to let the Europeans off the off the hook for that one. No, I do not let your, the Europeans off the hook for that one. The Dahomey Kingdom had their part, and the film addresses it very perfectly, but you know the film does not let the europeans off the hook either for their participation and their pros- and their quote unquote exploit prosperity which in reality was exploitation and raping of africa which you know i've seen a critic another critic use the word the raping of africa to describe the slave trade which is very very accurate so the movie itself the woman king in terms of its historical you know fictionalization is for the most part gets uh, the feeling is very much more accurate than other movies other warrior epic films like braveheart and you know spartacus which by the way those movies are nowhere near accurate in a lot of ways braveheart especially is like not accurate at all and the reason why i bring up those movies is because those movies have been sort of you know re like contextualized 
with this movie meaning that people bring them up and contextualize those movies with this movie and then they contextualize the woman king through braveheart by comparing the two so there's a lot of comparisons to braveheart but the woman king is certainly the most accurate of the bunch and i think you know what when it comes to depicting west africa and the, the kingdom of the dahomey you know every once in a while i tell someone you know what if we're gonna have a semi a little a little inaccurate here and there sort of depiction of that that's fine and the fact that this film is getting a lot of criticism for so-called inaccuracies i'm like where was that criticism for braveheart i just wanted to address that first because it seemed absolutely ridiculous to me that this movie gets targeted for some reason i'm not going to say what but for some reason is getting targeted <laughs> and i'll let you guess what the reason is for its historical accuracy even though like these other movies like Braveheart, you know, for some reason, I'm not going to say get a pass. Why does Braveheart get a pass and not this movie? And especially since this movie actually is pretty accurate from the research I've done and from the people I've talked to who are actually more read on West Africa. So trust me, I, I, I'm not saying that... I'm not saying that there's you have to be historically accurate or historical inaccuracy is a bad thing or in, it depends you know honestly it depends on the context but that if we make a big epic movie out of the Dahomey kingdom and the Agoji women you know let's enjoy it as a movie and then why don't we inspire ourselves to like you know do the research and research the real women so we can maybe grow out of it. And I think this is one of the cases where it's a movie that wants you to enjoy the great epic scope that it has. It's it's an epic movie. You know, it might not have like the cast of thousands, but it is, it has an epic scope to it. I loved it. I actually really enjoyed the performances. I thought that the action sequences were great. It just feels like this big epic film, like in the style of those other movies that I mentioned. And it just, but with women, and it also just has this like brilliance to it. I think there's a real maturity to how it handles the themes. In other movies, the emotions of movies like Braveheart. Braveheart is very much a, I'm going to say this, a very action-oriented, very masculinized movie where it doesn't really care too much about the emotions of the characters in the same way this movie does. It doesn't have that maturity. And there's a reason why people, you know, sort of gravitate towards Braveheart because it's a lot of fun to watch. And there is emotion there. Don't get me wrong. There is emotion there. But it's not as emotionally mature as this movie. This movie has complexities. There's a twist in the movie halfway that relates to two characters. And I'm not going to spoil it. In fact, I'm trying not to be super detailed because there's a lot of surprises in this movie. And you sit there and think, wow, that was an actual mature way to show that type of relationship. That it's not going to be perfect. That's going to take some time to build this sort of connection and build things so i appreciate that the film was not going to instantly make a decision but that it's building up to things now that is what i think is great about this movie is that it is a movie that's very mature about how it handles its subject matter of the slave trade but it's also like really good at mixing it with like action sequences the fact that the slate there's this whole battle between the oya empire and the dahomey kingdom the agoji right, the Goji army, and it's just, you know, wonderful to watch, like, it's just, you see all the action very clearly, it's not super bloody, of course, but it is 
remarkable how much of the action is well choreographed at least for me i think it is there's a lot of close-up and intimacy you feel intimate like you're in the trenches that's how it feels it really does like it doesn't feel as like generic as a lot of the marvel stuff recently like certainly it was a nice change of pace especially since i've been watching she hulk at the time of this recording and i'll tell you that she hulk is absolutely terrible with its action sequences and that movie and that series you know wants to to get off on that you know it wants you to like watch it and realize hey there's a lot there's plenty of fun action and stuff no there isn't there's no action in it and the comedy's mid but something like this like the woman king now the woman king gave me actual action that i can value and it gave mature themes and the comedy that's in it like there are some moments of celebration jokes and emotional like liber emotionally liberating scenes and I got to say, it, it's brilliant in those scenes, too. Viola Davis is giving another Oscar caliber performance. And you should see the movie for her. If more than anything, you should see another, witness another great performance by her. There's other, also other actors like John Boyega is in the movie as King Gazu. Gazu, I mean, he is brilliant. And no wonder he was angry about having his part diminished in Star Wars. He really can act. Why did we... <laughs> Why did we tolerate Disney doing that to him? Especially since he is a great actor. He is even better than Oscar Isaac. You know, I'm not trying to compare, but Oscar Isaac got a bigger part in some of the Star Wars movies. And he is brilliant. John Boyega definitely deserves it. Uh, should have gotten a bigger role in Star Wars. Especially with how good he is in The Woman King. As King Gezu, who... I like the fact that he plays him as not only like, you know, a very royal person who's trying to sort of work with these European monsters who are just like trying to exploit and basically rape the uh, the continent of Africa out of its resources. But I love the fact that he's able to depict this complex human underneath, that it doesn't feel like we're watching just a regal king, that there's complexity there, but there's also like accountability because of his own participation in the slave trade. So I like the fact that there's layers to this performance and that the movie has the good enough writing to get into those layers. And of course, you know, we're not gonna get into everything. Like we're not gonna get into the fact that, you know, eventually things went a different route. The movie itself is about a specific moment of time with, and it has a fictional character to navigate that time. And that's really, it and it does so much in that time and that's great and i think that's brilliant especially with how they do it i'm not trying to spoil any of this movie because this is a movie that i actually really do adore it is one of my favorite movies of 2022 i've seen people give it mixed reviews i am not gonna agree with them and i think that there is some racialization in some of the criticism i am not saying that they're racist but i do think that people sort of racialize some of their critiques by saying that oh why is this not accurate when in reality like they don't say the same thing for something like braveheart again careful i'm trying to be careful with my words because i don't want people to misinterpret me or think that i'm a certain kind of way i want you to understand that i think that some of the reviews are very racialized not necessarily racist but racialized but we'll talk about that some other day hey and if you disagree with me feel free you know feel free to disagree with me but come up with something come up with a good argument though i can come up i'm not trying to get into details just come up with a good argument so i was another performance highlight is lashana lynch and shayla a team who play uh two of the generals in this army and they're and it's great to see them as 
basically lead supporting characters. Lashana Lynch has been put in the backseat for way too long in movies like Captain Marvel and Multiverse of Madness. And I must say that <laughs> I must say this. Monica Rambo is Monica Rambo is like a really Maria Rambo, my bad. Monica Lambert's played by another actress. Maria Rambo is a was a very fascinating character. And it's a shame that she doesn't even get bigger parts, especially since like Lashana Lynch is a good actress. So I, I really love seeing her get her I, I I'm gonna say this way. Get her chance to shine. And I appreciate all the actors in this movie. They're so good. All the performances are amazing. The writing is very mature and complex. And the action sequences are just sort of like the the cherry on top of this wonderful movie Sunday, if I must say so. But I really did enjoy it. And I think that a lot of people would benefit from the conversations this film has, especially with its complex depiction of the slave trade, but also just the fact that it is a great movie. I went to go see this movie in an audience with a predominantly black audience, and they all loved it and enjoyed it. I was happy to see that, especially since we need more representation on screen. And this movie should have been released a little bit closer to Oscar season because it really has the potential, especially Viola Davis's performance as General Nanaska. So I'm really excited to say The Woman King is a thrilling, exciting, mature, and emotionally complex work that you need to see at the cinema. Go see it in theaters. There's not a lot of movies right now because it's a slow season. So go see it. I really do recommend it. You ain't got nothing to watch. And watch it before October. You have the whole month of September to watch it. Go watch it. I really do mean it. You're listening to Flicks and Picks here at Radio 111.